Saturday, October 19th for the Champions of Hope. Football fans, this is Troy head football coach Chip Lindsey. I want you in the stands this fall checking out the Trojans. You can also listen to Troy football on the radio this season, too, right here. A road battle looms for the Trojans this Saturday against the Missouri Tigers. Kickoff from Columbia is at 3. Join us at 2.45 for the broadcast on Dothan's home for Troy football. AM 560, FM 100.1, and FM 107.1. Party America has thousands of Halloween costumes, some as low as five dollars plus a huge assortment of accessories to create your own unique costume halloween decorations tableware fog machines black lights and so much more make this your scariest halloween ever party america next to o'charlie's highway 231 north dothan we're a call for celebration party america legendary epic Monumental, historic, glorious. From the diamond to the gridiron, the court to the track, the course, the ring. Higher, faster, stronger. We tell the stories of our sports heroes. From the studios of AM560, FM100.1, and FM107.1. The Ball presents The Game Plan with your host, Lance Griffin. Good morning, Wiregrass. Welcome in. We did it. It's the end of the week, 4th of October, a Friday, Friday, Friday marquee college football game right here in the SEC tomorrow with Auburn and Florida. In fact, about the only marquee football game going on tomorrow, so a lot of eyes will be on that. Of course, you never know. North Carolina and Clemson taught us last week you can't not pay attention to what's going on in the rest of college football as well. But Auburn, Florida will be the one that everybody has circled tomorrow anyway. (sighs) Don't even want to talk about it. I really don't. I said yesterday that I was picking the Braves with some trepidation because it's just the Braves have lost nine straight division um, series. And Braves are going in with top to bottom a better team than the St. Louis Cardinals, but the better team doesn't always win. Weird things happen to the Braves in the playoffs. And yesterday, the Braves had a precarious lead for much of the game against the Cardinals, got runners on base, never could quite inch a comfortable run or two across. And you had arguably your best hitter or second best hitter, Cadillac, a long hit again to first base that kept him on first base and who knows what would have happened the rest of the inning but it's quite likely that he would have scored or at least been in position to score that inning that happened then one of your bullpen guys that had pitched really well after the first couple of weeks after you brought him in all of a sudden can't pitch because he's hurt and you just see these things happening, and you just you just know that 
something weird is about to happen that is going to cost you the ball game. And that's what happened. The Cardinals scored six runs in the eighth and ninth innings to beat the Braves 7-6. to six. They had a 7-3 lead going into the bottom of the ninth, and of course the Braves scored three runs. Gary and I were talking about that before we went on the air. Of course they got three, but it wasn't enough as the Braves used 72 players on their 25-man roster yesterday and now are faced with the daunting task of having to win three out of four to advance to the NLCS. Yeah, uh, there was a stat that I saw that um, the team that loses game one, uh, well, the team that wins game one of a five-game series wins the series 73% of the time. So not only did the Braves lose home field advantage with this loss, they also now have really lessened their opportunity to probably advance. On top of that... Because St. Louis very wisely, might I add, used Flaherty, which is really their ace, to make sure they wouldn't have to play in the wild card game on the final day of the season, he will now be the number two pitcher, which means the Braves are facing the ace of the staff. Since the All-Star break, uh, his his ERA is around 0.8. Nine, six, yeah. Yeah, 0. 0.9. Something like that. He's uh, really been on a tear and almost unhittable in the second half of the season. So the Braves really have their work cut out for them. So what you're saying is if you win game one of a five-game series, that 73% of the time you win every time. That doesn't make any sense. (laughs) I think what I'm probably trying to say here is... This. So you're telling me there's a chance. Yeah! Mistakes are magnified in the playoffs, of course, and the Cardinals made made their share. We tend to only concentrate on the mistakes that the team we're following makes, but the Cardinals made their share yesterday. But Ronald Acuna, who had a great day at the plate, great day, three for four with a walk. He was on base four times. He hits a shot to the opposite field and thinks it's gone. And I don't – it's very rare that you can guarantee an opposite field home run is gone. That's why it's opposite field. And it was hit more on the line anyway. But for whatever reason, he thought it was long gone. Trots out to first base with his baseball bat in hand and then realizes, oh, it's off the wall about the time he touches first base and he's limited to a – 372-foot single, which drew the ire of the fans and his teammates. Freddie Freeman said that can't happen in the playoffs. Ozzie Albies, uh, Josh Donaldson were all critical. And uh, Brian Snicker, for what it's worth, uh, tried to soft play it in the uh, postgame, and this is what he had to say. Afterwards, in the I can't remember the fifth or sixth inning, whatever the long the long ball that was a single. What was your thought on that? And um, <laughs> that he should have been on second. We're kind of shorthanded to do anything about it right there. You hate to see that happen. Did you talk to him again? I haven't had a chance to talk to anybody yet. I know that you kind of have to trot back out for your uh, 
post-game press conference about 10 minutes after the game's over. I get all that, but it's baseball, and it moves a little bit slower than every other sport. You probably could have found a, a spare 30 seconds to say, hadn't we had this conversation before? Maybe you couldn't find an interpreter. Yeah, that's and it's one of those things that uh, I really feel for Snitker there because, like, he answered the question. I can't pull him from the game. That was the interpretation when he says we were shorthanded, and so I really couldn't do much about it right. at that point. I can't pull him from the game. We're, we're in the postseason. We're trying to win this series and move on, and I need every player I have, so I can't really – I can't – do what I want to do, which is sit him, sit him, and tell him go ahead and hit the showers. Yep. We'll, we'll, we'll. Your we teammates got, will see the rest of this. Yeah, one. we got some guys out here that want to run every play out. And now he really is faced with an issue because I'm sure he would like to sit Acuna for game two, and he may very well do it anyway. But he's one of your best hitters, and you're going to need all hands on deck against O'Flaherty or Flaherty. Um, so I. It's up to Snitker. I, I don't know how the fans would respond if he did sit him. Um, and he, he probably will not. But it's inexcusable. It's one of those things that for Acuna, I know he's a young player, but there's just no place for this. Um, and, again, the Braves let him, the fans let him know it. I'm sure his teammates have, and Snitker will. If he hasn't already, I'm sure by now he has. Um, but it didn't work the last time. No, it didn't. And, and the Braves fans love Acuna. They they hate being mad at him. Uh, you, I mean, he's he's an incredible talent. And your job as a manager is to advance in the playoffs. So, you know, probably the the weight of the decision is probably on playing him today. But if he didn't show up in the lineup, I would not blame Snitker at all. And wouldn't blame him at all, but you got to do what you got to do to win games, so I'd be shocked if he wasn't there. On the bright side, it was a really impressive single. Wasn't it, though? Really impressive. Wasn't it, though? I, You know, and again, this is our segment for taking out the trash would, would come on Monday. But, um, you know, I, I don't – Melanson has good stuff. And there's no doubt he can, he has a very effective curveball. But I, you know, to two batters in a row, he did the same thing. Um, it's one of those deals where in the major leagues, major league hitters fool me once, okay? And he did it to back to back batters, which just killed the Braves in the ninth. He was ahead in the count and he fooled them with a curve. You saw both of them really looked bad with off-balance swings. They weren't looking for the curve, and it completely fooled them. He came back with the very next pitch, which were both curveballs right across the middle of the plate, and they were both hammered. Now, when I say they were across the middle, they were low in the zone, which is the only reason that neither one of them were homers. But, again, with major league hitters, you're not going to fool those guys with that curve back-to-back. Maybe you waste one outside, you throw a slider. Uh, he had runners on. I think they wanted to stay away from sliders because they were afraid of maybe a, a wild pitch or a pass ball. But 
pitch selection in in the crucial moment, and maybe that was the pitch that he really felt he had the most command with, didn't want to use his fastballs against St. Louis in the zone, and he felt like that could be his out pitch. But it was unfortunate, and I just kind of shook my head. If you are going to throw a curve again, get them to try to chase it outside of the zone. But both of them were in the strike zone. He may have been trying to throw outside of the zone. Maybe so, and they were. it was just his location. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't see an interview with Melanson after the game. but And I feel bad for the guy. He has good stuff. There, there's no doubt. But um, you're not going to fool, most of the time, major league hitters with, with back-to-back curveballs. Not across the plate. Uh, remember how I kept saying all along how your bench gets shortened in the playoffs and, and how you wouldn't have to worry about some of these bullpen guys that had been producing? <laughs> the Braves pitched every pitcher on their roster except for Josh Tomlin. Every single one. And there's some thought about, hey, you've got a guy that's a starter in Freed. Why are you only pitching him one inning? You know, all those things you second-guess when you lose a game, especially by one run. But it is what it is, and now the Braves, as you said, have to face the Cardinals' ace today, and they're throwing arguably their number five starter in fulton Uphill battle. Uphill battle. Well, uh, there was some interesting football last night. I don't know if you watched any of it, but the NFL game was a dandy, and the college game was entertaining. Maybe not played that great. Nonetheless, 793-2656, toll-free, 888-793-2656. We'll talk to you when we come back. Golfers everywhere agree that Golf Plus in Dothan is the place to shop for golf equipment. But maybe you've never been in our store. Well, here's what you're missing. Custom fitting on a state-of-the-art launch monitor. Top brands including Callaway, Ping, Tideless, Mizuno, TaylorMade, and more. Shoes, gloves, and bags galore. Club repair including re-gripping, re-shafting, loft and lie adjustment, and more. And best of all, our people. At Golf Plus, we know you can buy golf equipment lots of places. And that's why our people in our service are top-notch. Golf Plus in Dothan. Serving golfers since 1988. Voted best security service in the Wiregrass for 2019, Harris Security Systems has provided security services to South Alabama for over 25 years. Harris Security Systems is a local security company dedicated to developing security solutions to effectively meet the needs of their clients. They offer solutions for residential, commercial, industrial, education, and government customers. Call them today or visit harrissecurity.com. Assisting you in finding a solution to fit your security needs. In honor of one of Dothan's most beloved citizens, the Dothan Area Botanical Gardens presents the 8th Annual Ralph Smith Memorial Golf Tournament. This year, it's on Thursday, October 17th at Highland Oaks. Save the date, Thursday, October 17th. You know how Mr. Ralph loved the gardens, and all the proceeds benefit the DABG. To enter your team in the four-man scramble, call the gardens at 596-2352 or visit DABG.com. That's DABG.com. Thank you. Better living, better life. That's what Oakview Manor Healthcare Center is all about. Oakview Manor is a 138-bed skilled nursing facility at 929 Mixon School Road in Ozark that offers short-term rehab as well as long-term care. They have everything you're looking for in a healthcare facility. 23-bed Alzheimer's unit, skilled nursing care, fun activities, physical, speech, and occupational therapy, and so much more. Call 774-2631 for an appointment. Oakview Manor Healthcare Center. Our family care for yours. 
Get to Golden Corral for something new. Endless sirloin and St. Louis-style ribs. Mm. Here are juicy signature sirloin with our saucy St. Louis-style ribs plus the entire buffet. Oh, my gosh. This food is so good. For a limited time at Golden Corral, it's endless sirloin and saucy St. Louis-style ribs. Not only that, you'll get the full buffet for a limited time at Golden Corral, the only one for everyone. Doctors are in the house. Join Lance Griffin when the doctors at Southern Bone and Joint join him in the game plan. From a physician standpoint, how you manage that desire to get back on the field as soon as possible with making sure they're medically able to do that. That's a great topic. Tuesday mornings at 7.15. By and far, we're blessed with great coaches around here. It's not all about wins and losses, but about protecting the child and his future. The Southern Bone and Joint Report, Tuesday mornings at 7.15. Lance, y'all do a great job. Here on the ball. Six nineteen. Welcome back. What would have happened if Chris Martin had been healthy to pitch when he was brought in? Of course, if you were watching the game, he they brought him in. He went to the mound. He threw a pitch, and he said, "Nope, I'm out." And it looks like he may be out for the playoffs now. But according to uh, Braves manager Brian Snitker, the way that he ran the bullpen was exactly the way uh, he envisioned it, that if Martin had been able to go, was lining up exactly how he wanted it to go. It was kind of where we, the game was right where we wanted it, right there. You know, I mean, it was into the heat of the, you know, the meat of the right-handed um, lineup. I mean, actually, if Freed would have got to Goldschmidt, I'd have brought uh, Martin in on Goldschmidt then. It just, um, you know, it was just, it, it actually lined up just like I wanted it to. And it's just a shame that, you know, that he got hurt. So uh, we'll see what uh, ends up happening today with the bullpen, all of whom pitched yesterday again except for Josh Tomlin. The Cardinals pitched a handful of pitchers as well. You can get to the Cardinals' bullpen. Things can, can happen there, but can they get there with the ace going today for St. Louis? Last night in the NFL, Dandy of a game. The Seahawks beat the Rams 30-29. to Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. It looked like a acrobatic interception with about two minutes left to go in the game was going to seal it for the Seahawks. But, again, none of those teams ever try to make a first down. When all they got to do is make one, hold on to the ball, they always run it up the middle three times and give it to the other team so they can drive down and kick a game-winning field goal, which would have happened if Greg Zerline had made a 45-yard field goal, which he does almost all the time. But he didn't last night, and the Seahawks held on despite their own efforts, 30-29. to 29. Just as much craziness went on in the college game between South Alabama and Georgia Southern, South Alabama had an opportunity to win it in regulation. They couldn't hold on to a lead. They um, had a chance to win in the first overtime. They couldn't make a field goal because when Georgia Southern missed theirs, South Alabama didn't try to advance the ball and ended up having to kick a 45-yard field goal, which was blocked. 
Then it went into double overtime. South Alabama turned the ball over. Georgia Southern hit their chip shot field goal, and that's how they won. Craziness. Just just another night in college football another, action in the another, Sun Belt. Yep, yep. The Fun Belt. 622, Jeremy's up. Hey, Jeremy. Hey, how y'all doing today? We are well. How are you? I'm doing fine. I'm fine. <clears throat> and I'm not going to go too much into all the games, but I will give my score of what I think. But one interesting thing about this uh, Gus Malzone and how he's uh, handled this offense is like night and day from last year and the year before. So one thing that you know, I have really kind of like about him is I know in the first two games we were worried about, you know, are we going to run Whitlow to death like we did carry on Johnson and wind up not having a running back at the end of the year. And, you know, that, that's what it would look like ahead. But the last about three games, Gus Malone has found some new, you know, maybe not as good right now as Willow, but, you know, manageable running backs to carry the load. And, you know, Sean Shivers, he's not the type of guy who's going to run up to, you know, run up the gut and, you know, carry, carry, carry people five, six yards. But, you know, when he does get on the outside, he gets his four, five, six yards because he's quick. And, you know, so does Cam Martin, which, you know, he has played a lot better. And I think that's because I think in the first few games he was dealing with an ankle injury. And, uh, you know, I've seen uh, Harold Joyner come out and catch some passes. So I like this new, um, you know, I guess is what a three-four deep scheme for the running backs, and then you know it seems like in the second half he goes more of a, you know, one-two punch. Well, it's easy to do that when you jump out to an early lead, and I'll be interested to see in the Florida game if if it's a close game or even if they drop behind, if he doesn't revert back to what he normally does and rely on a single back. But at least right now, Jeremy, it does look like he's evolved there and he understands that he needs his number one back healthy for the stretch run. So I will be interested to see how it goes tomorrow. Yeah. Well, my score is it's going to be a low score because I do think Todd Grantham and his defensive wild schemes will keep Florida in the game, and I think Auburn will win 24-17. to 17. Don't you kind of see that kind of being like a, you know, somewhere around in the early 20s, upper team game? I do. I, I, I'm sure, well, I say I'm sure. I, I have a hard time seeing Florida have a path forward to move the ball. Auburn may be able to hit some some trick plays, uh, et cetera, here and there, but uh, I, don't, I don't think uh, there'll be a high-scoring game. I like that score. One matchup before I move on to to some recruiting, you know, but uh, is Seth Williams. Now, Seth Williams is turning to a monster wide receiver. And, you know, I'm glad that he has came back from his scare uh, when he got hit in the two-lane game and all that. I'm kind of glad. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, I, do you see a defensive back that will be able to go man-to-man on him, or do you think – Florida would double cover him? That's a good question. He does create some matchup issues, and I know Florida is very high on their DBs. I think probably they're going to try to play him straight up, and if they get burned, they may adjust, but he's he's a load to try to handle when he's healthy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, all to some, you know, QBs that are 
committed Alabama and Auburn to just and these two QBs are probably maybe the future, you know, for both these programs. And the one at Auburn, and I never heard of him until last until earlier this year when he committed to Auburn. It's Aaron Aaron McLaughlin, uh I think that's how you say say your name out of uh, Denmark, Georgia. In four games, he's already got nearly a thousand yards passing, ten touchdowns and only three INTs in his first four games, Lance. And, you know, I know it's high school, but, you know, that, that's, that's a real good positive. And, you know, he's, uh, he's 6'5", 220 pounds, and, you know, he, I think his 40 is like a 4'7", so, you know, he's not maybe the quickest, but, you know, he's so – but, you know, he could be maybe the next, you know, Bo Nix that can, you know, get out the pocket some, don't you think? Oh, I have no idea, and we won't know for another three years because I don't see anybody beating Bo out until he's ready to go on to the next level. Yeah. Now, the second one is Bryce Young, and, you know, he's, uh, he was once a, a USC commit, and then he flipped to, uh, to, to Alabama, and uh, he's, he's putting up numbers like Tua in the high school and his, and his, and like Tua's younger brother, and, you know, it's gonna be interesting. You know, if you know if he does sign, you know, there's always a uh, it, uh, there's always something that you know can happen. But if he signs, that quarterback room is gonna get a is gonna get a lot thicker going into next year. And I'm you know I'm just sitting here thinking, does somebody you know uh, leave like uh, maybe Paul Bear Grant's grandson or does to his little brother leave? Somebody's gonna have to leave because. Because as of right now, you know, if Tua does come back, that's going to be like five, six QBs on the roster. Tua's not coming back. And uh, if if what Tua said earlier about how he was on the verge of transferring out when he wasn't uh, going to – didn't look like he was going to get any playing time behind Jalen, um, I wouldn't be surprised if Bryce Young beat Talia out, if Talia was the one that went. Tyson's a legacy guy. I'd be surprised if he was one to transfer. Okay. Now, now this is a little bit kind of an off, uh, you know, upset, but I think it's the most viable one because I checked the schedule and there's not many ones that, you know, you can. I mean, I think Ohio State's going to just, just demolish uh, the Spartans. But uh, I think – Iowa can go into Michigan, and Iowa's that type of offense that, you know, they're not fancy. They're not going to, you know, spread the ball out and throw 500 yards. They're the type that's going to run you into the ground, and they got them big tight, and they use them big tight ends. But I think Iowa can go into Michigan and and upset Michigan. Uh, how do you like that? Sure, it's, it's a toss-up game. I don't even know if I consider that an upset. Uh, Jeremy wouldn't surprise me at all. Appreciate your call this morning. Okay. All right, thank you, man. All right, 629-793-2656, toll-free, 888-793-2656. By the way, the quarterback commit that Jeremy was talking about, Air McLaughlin, is a class of 21 commitment, uh, not a class of 20 commitment. If you were wondering if he was coming in soon, he's got a couple of years yet. We'll be right back. The Rock, the hard place. Like a wind from Goldland, he sweeps by, blown far from his homeland in search of glory and honor. We walk in the garden of his turbulence.
This is Daniel Wilson with Timberline Homes. It's year-end model clearance time again at Timberline, and that means huge savings on all remaining in-stock 2019 models. Stop by and view the Wiregrass's largest inventory of manufactured homes and ask about the great savings available on certain models. At Timberline Homes, it's our goal to treat each customer the way they want to be treated. That's what sets us apart from the competition. So stop by 5449 Montgomery Highway, like us on Facebook, or give us a call at 983-7991. Let CNC Excavation move the earth for you. Call CNC Excavation for land clearing and leveling, pond construction, drainage issues, site prep, and more. CNC Excavation Service has been in business since 05, and business is good. So much so, they're looking to hire some experienced heavy equipment operators. If you want a good job with a good company, call Jason Crowley at 797-0497. 797-0497-CANDCExcavation.com. An equal opportunity employer. You can beat your toughest opponent. You can beat your best time in the mile. You can beat that old largemouth bass. But one thing you should never try and beat is a train. If a train is approaching, don't risk your life trying to beat it. Because beating the train is a deadly game. Drive safe, Alabama. Sponsored by ALDOT, the Alabama Broadcasters Association, and this station. Looking for high-speed internet where you live but are out of reach of cable and fiber options? Look no further. High-speed internet is now available in your area as your local authorized HughesNet retailer, Whole Home Connect, makes it easy to get the high-speed internet you need with blazing fast speeds, unlimited data with no hard data limits, with built-in Wi-Fi for as little as $2 a day. Act now and for a limited time. Get free standard installation and free equipment with HughesNet from Whole Home Connect. You'll enjoy internet service that lets you do more of everything you want to do online, like shopping, surfing, and staying in touch. Call Whole Home Connect and see for yourself why HughesNet is America's number one choice for satellite internet. 800 696 2871. 800 696 2871. Where can I volunteer? Who can I call? Wiregrass United Way 211, how may I help you? Get connected, get answers. Dial 211 or 888-421-1266. 60% of the time, it works every time. That doesn't make sense. Welcome back to the show. Lots of stuff going on on this Friday. Just trying to get over the Braves. Just trying to get over the Braves. Dan, Dan's going to help you through it when you get to well, him. Well, that's good. You can just see it coming. You could it's just you could just see it coming. Fulton Evich against Flaherty today. In fact, there's all the games are being played today. The two AL Division Series begin today and uh Game two of the NL Division Series as well. By the way, the Dodgers dominated the Nationals last night, six to nothing. We could see that coming as well, and I don't know that that's going to change. 
Bama Dan is up. Hey, Bama Dan. Uh, good morning. I'm certainly not Atlanta Dan. You know, I'm kind of, I shouldn't be this way. I'm kind of ticked at you and Gary for drawing me back into liking the Atlanta Braves. And, you know, telling me that they, they're looking pretty good. Looks like they might do something and go somewhere. I try to tell you all in the middle of the year, the Braves are one of the cursed teams. The Cubs got rid of their curse. The Red Sox got rid of their curse. But, I mean, the, the, I'm watching the game last night, and, you know, I'm very interested. And they go up a couple get, couple runs, and I I start thinking about why I used to love baseball so much. You know, you're, the science of the game and, you know, you know why the, 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 the runner that – was looking at the outfielder and slowed down before he ran to third base. I just started remembering all that stuff and really enjoying the game. And uh, then the Braves just kicked me in the head and lost the game. And you you cannot commit the cardinal sin against the Cardinals by losing your first game at home. And I, I'm 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 ticked off chill about it. No, I'm I'm the same way, and it it just gets worse from here. <laughs> So I'm glad to bring you uh, bring you a little bit of hope this morning. Yeah, I don't I don't have any hope. I don't I don't think that the Braves. And furthermore, I think even if they can get by the Cardinals, which I I don't think they will because they're cursed. I mean, I don't see them beating uh, beating the Dodgers, and so uh, I'm depressed this morning because of the loss of the Braves. And I just want to get that out there. Thanks. And the other night, I feel great, and y'all have a great day. I think that's where uh, where I am too. It's just ah, uh, you know, and I I was just thinking about it. Not only was was I just upset because they lost, I was like ah, oh, I just I don't want to talk about it because it's just painful to relive. Yeah, but we're Red Sox fans too, uh, so we've seen all this before. I've I've lived through this my whole life many times. Um, Everything is magnified in the postseason. That's what we've talked about. Every pitch, I'm I'm picking, I'm nitpicking a couple of pitches uh, for being what I felt were just terrible uh, at those particular moments. We always talk about how there is a change in intensity between the NBA regular season and the playoffs, and you can tell. But you pretty much coach a game pretty much the same way. I mean, obviously, you've got guys that you're going to rest during the regular season, et cetera, et cetera. But as far as the strategy of the game, it's pretty much the same in the NBA from regular season to playoffs. And in the NFL as well, you're going to coach pretty much the same way. Baseball is, like, completely different. It's just just completely different the way you coach a, a playoff game as compared to a regular season game. It's It's crazy how different it is. And Everything gets nitpicked. It is a very, very uh, uh, intricate game as far as every little decision can have an impact. Oh, well. Oh, well, it is what it is, right? 793-2656. Toll free, 888-793-2656. We'll be right back. West Florida, Pea River, and South Alabama electric cooperatives are asking you... Please move over. 
It's the law in Florida and Alabama to move over a lane to give safe clearance to law enforcement, emergency, sanitation, tow trucks, and line crews. If you can't move over, slow down to 20 miles an hour under the speed limit. Please move over. West Florida, Pea River, and South Alabama Electric Cooperatives, thank you for all the lives you'll save. In 1972, the average cost of a home was $25,000. Gas was 35 cents a gallon. That year, Buds and Blossoms Nursery and Landscape opened with just three employees. Since then, we've been voted best of the wiregrass for 23 years. With over 12 acres of garden center and plant material, we are sure you will like what you see. Four miles past the new Dothan High School on 431 North, behind the ponds on your left. That's Buds and Blossoms Nursery and Landscape. Is it really possible to get the results of your mammogram on the same day as you have your mammogram? Yes, ma'am. You bet it is when you choose Southeast Health, the region's leading cancer health care team, where in most cases, you'll have your answers on the same day as your test. Just call 334-793-8006 and say, yes, ma'am, I want my mammogram. From Southeast Health, always the right direction. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 800-917-1386. 800-917-1386. 800-917-1386. That's 800-917-1386. Dalton's Miracle Field and Miracle Playground give special children a safe place to play. Both have been a blessing to our community, and because they're so well used by so many deserving children, we're in need of your help to maintain them. The story of Dothan's Miracle Field and Miracle Playground are published on Wolf Radio's website. There's also a form for your tax-deductible donation. To help the children who play on Dothan's Miracle Field and Playground, just visit wolfradio.com. Six forty-one. Ronald Acuna Jr. is very young. He's 21 years old in his first postseason. He does a lot of kid things. He lollygagged a, a hit earlier in during the regular season, and manager Brian Snicker pulled him in the middle of the game. He apologized afterwards, said it won't happen again, and it happened again last night. And he uh, Cadillaced an opposite field uh, shot off the wall that could have been a triple with a, with a Cunha speed and ended up being a single because he jogged to first base with bat in hand only to realize that it really probably about 10, 15 feet from being a homer. So it wasn't one of those that could have gone either way. 
and that drew the ire of the fans during the game and the teammates afterwards. Here's a handful of comments from his teammates, Freddie Freeman, which I think is probably the team spokesperson. It's frustrating. I think you have that conversation once. Kind of beat a dead horse if you keep having that same conversation over and over again. But that can't happen in the playoffs. It can't happen in the regular season. Ozzie Albies. It's a big deal. He knows he needs to do better there. He probably scores in that inning if he's at second base. Dansby Swanson. I think he knows we're all grown men. We're professionals here. He understands. All you can hope for is it just doesn't happen again, and he understands that. He's too good for that. More Dansby Swanson. In the moment, anybody can be frustrated, including him, but that's nothing we can dwell on. He's an unbelievable player and an unbelievable talent. We're lucky to have him. Uh, McCann also made some similar uh, comments about it. Um, David O'Brien, who's covered the the Braves forever for the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, said everyone asked on the record basically said the same thing. It's the first time I've heard Albies and McCann criticize a teammate's actions like they did tonight. No, I think because they know the the even though Albies is just now a Brave and McCann's on his second tour, they know the history with the Braves and how they've lost nine straight division series. So they get it. Yeah, and and again for Acuna. Um, and by the way, we had one more comment from one of the catchers. You're killing me, Smalls. Exactly. Their youngest catcher on the roster in postseason. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, for a guy like Brian McCann, who really came up right at the tail end of of the Braves' run with all their pennant victories, playing alongside with Chipper Jones, trying to help Chipper maybe win one more before he had to retire and all that. They had teams that were okay, that were kind of close, made some runs, but not quite enough on the roster. McCann, who's already played with the Yankees, knows... These opportunities are going to be fleeting in your career. Acuna at 21, again, I don't really think has any understanding of that. He, which happens with a lot of young players. We talk about this a lot. You assume you'll be back in these moments again. Acuna doesn't know it right now. He may never play in the postseason again for the rest of his career. It's entirely possible. Uh, you hope not. Yeah. Uh, but, um, so... Any And again, as we talked about, everything's magnified. So when you make a mistake like this, and that's some of it's unfair. Um, he just reminds me a lot of Andrew Jones. Uh, Andrew Jones was very similar. Came up, was an incredibly talented player. Uh, could run like the wind. We all know he could hit. Could hit for power. Could steal bases. He was blessed. But he had a lackadaisical attitude because of all of his talent. Everything came easy. And so you seem to see a lot of that with Acuna, and it it worries you because Mm -hmm. that lackadaisical attitude in the postseason can lead to just you being a little late on a fly ball. Or in this case, you think you hit one just right and you didn't. And... That extra base can make all the difference. No, that's exactly right, and you you want him to be an uh, an elite player for the next 12, 13 years. The Braves have him locked up long term. Unless something weird happens, he's going to be a Brave long term. 
he quickly became probably my second favorite Bray very quickly behind Freddie because he could he could hit for average, he could hit for power, he could steal bases. He was just fun to watch. He's the most prolific and productive leadoff hitter the Braves have had in an awful long time. So you don't want to see this a second time, especially when it's magnified in the postseason. Hey, he he managed to redeem himself, of course. He got up in the ninth with a runner on, and, and this happened. Acuna, drive, left center field. He's going to watch this one. Two-run bomb for Acuna. And it's 7-5. to five. It's a two-run game with one swing of the bat. That was TBS. By the way, the, the announcing crew, not, not great. Now, it wasn't terrible, but it wasn't. TBS is what it is. Yeah, I missed John Smoltz last night Yeah, uh, because we talked about this. We'll get the phones here. Hold tight, Joe. But there was a play in the ninth last night. The game was still tied 3-3, three to three, and this is just a small example. It kind of threw me off, too, throughout the game. In the playoffs, I'm accustomed to guys really knowing the game, okay? And that's when you're trying to sell young people on the game of baseball – it's a thinking game. It really is. Everything is about risk, reward, where do I go next, how do I play this, what happens if this happens. It's all going on between plays. We all know that, those of us that have been watching baseball forever. Anyway, the Braves already had a runner on first, or the uh, uh, Cardinals already had a runner on first with one out against Melanson. It's still 3-3. Three to three. There's a flare single out to right field. I cannot recall the Cardinal who was on first base, but he kind of slowed down going into second and was looking back at, uh, at the right fielder as if he was going to just take second. So he draws the throw into second, and then he ta- takes off towards third. He narrowly beats the throw as Donaldson's trying to make the tag, nearly slides past the bag and off the bag but he does wind up making it to third. So now you've got first and third. So now the winning run is at third. The announcing crew is kind of raving about how well he did kind of fooling the right fielder into the throw. and That, kind of, that is an insanely stupid thing to do. You're about to have runners at first and second. You're in scoring position anyway with one out. The pressure is on. If you get thrown out at third, trying to make this Superman play, the manager's going to meet you at the foul line and chew you all the way to the dugout. You've just killed probably this rally in the ninth by doing that on the base pass. It was incredibly dumb. Instead, they raved about how smart he was and what a great play it was. It was great because he made it, um, but it was... From a baseball standpoint, John Smoltz would have taken him apart in the booth. I remember that. I can't remember who the play-by-play guy was, but the uh, color guy was Ron Darling, former Met, pitcher himself. But, yeah, I remember that, and you're exactly right. If he had made that out at third, uh, we'd be having a different conversation now, possibly. Now you got two outs with a runner on first, and the the rally's completely destroyed. Yep. Joe is up this morning. Hey, Joe. Good morning, Lance. How y'all doing? Great. How are you? I'm doing all right. I was, I just was real disappointed about the game last night. A lot of the Braves had it, and uh, really just give the game up, you know. And I tell you what, they, uh, 
all the media and as the way some of the players they were just really tearing Acuna apart. Yeah, I know he should have hustled, but you know, if it wasn't for Acuna, Braves wouldn't even been in that game. I mean, Acuna that was three for four and had a walk, and I don't know how many runs he scored. But if it wasn't for him, they wouldn't even been in that game. Well, that's and, what uh, that's what makes the Cadillac so much so much more frustrating. Is he's an incredible talent. He's he he may end up being the elite hitter in the league over the next. But you got to run plays out in the playoffs. He's going to be on base a lot. He's going to have a lot of those hits. He just can't afford to do that. That's what made it so frustrating. Right, and and, and that's probably something they're going to have to work on in the off season. And they've already talked to him about it, but you can see by his body language last night that he was getting frustrated by the questions from the the one guy that kept asking him over and over again. Well, I'm confused. You talk about your effort, but you weren't hustling out. He was confused. So obviously he hasn't had a conversation with any uh, coach or any player about it yet. And whenever Snit pulled him uh, from the game when it happened early in the season, he started slumping he and, and it got into his head. He started slumping. So what do you think is going to happen now? He's, he's, it's probably going to get to his head again if he's going to start slumping again. I don't know. So he, he, he went he right back up there and hit a home run 455 feet, so hopefully not. Well, hopefully not, but, I mean, you know, I understand, you know, get on to him and tell him, hey, we can't do this. But, man, they were just tearing him apart when really the bullpen is what costs the ball game. Our, our terrible, sorry bullpen once again, losses the ball game, and I don't understand why would you ever think you want to bring Luke Jackson into a game <laughs> like that? He he's terrible in pressure situations. You bring him out there where we've got a big lead or we're losing bad, and he'll pitch fine. But when it's pressure and there's a game on the line, he's terrible. I mean, I can't stand the guy. I really can't. But anyways, and they should have let Freed go another end. And he was he's a starting pitcher. He's used to going length. They should have let Freed go another end and. It just was poorly managed with the bullpen the whole game, I think. But anyways, I was just was frustrated how they were really ripping the Cunha last night. And I know you've got to hustle, but, man, he's your star player. You don't want to get in his head, especially in the postseason, and, and for him to start slumping like he did when they pulled him, you know. That was, that was just my take on it. Hey, I appreciate that take, Joe. Obviously, the bullpen reared his ugly head again. I appreciate your call this morning. All right, y'all have a good day. All right. Thanks a lot. Frustrating. Frustrating. And you're right. Acuna was on base four times, had had three hits, of course, had the big uh, homer in the ninth. But uh, it does. It it makes the other mistakes That's or the other the lack of effort even more frustrating. We'll come back right after this. This is the Wiregrass. In any 24-hour period, a lot of things can happen. Not all of them are good. Sometimes you need help. When you do, call Bill Robinson, legal investigator, professional, experienced, discreet. He's your surveillance specialist. GPS installation detection, adultery, child custody, video monitoring, process service, Bill Robinson. All types of private investigation. The story you've just heard is true. And the name to remember is Bill Robinson. Just the facts, man. Call 677-9560 or getevidencenow.com. Party America has thousands of Halloween costumes, some as low as $5, plus a huge assortment of accessories to create your own unique costume. Halloween decorations, tableware, fog machines, black lights, and so much more. Make this your scariest Halloween ever. Party America, next to O'Charlie's Highway 231 North, Dothan. We're a call for celebration. Party America. This 
season, Wiregrass Electric Co-op and the Ball team up to honor the unsung heroes of the gridiron, the linemen, clearing a path for their team. Much like Wiregrass Electric Co-op's linemen on the front line, keeping the power on for their customers. Each week, we'll honor the linemen of the week with a special trophy and a tip of the helmet. Thank you, linemen, for all you do. From all of us at Wiregrass Electric Co-op and the ball. Football fans, this is Troy head football coach Chip Lindsey. I want you in the stands this fall checking out the Trojans. You can also listen to Troy football on the radio this season, too, right here. A road battle looms for the Trojans this Saturday against the Missouri Tigers. Kickoff from Columbia is at 3. Join us at 2.45 for the broadcast on Dothan's home for Troy football. AM 560, FM 100.1, and FM 107.1. What we do is who we are. Whether you're a nurse, a carpenter, a truck driver, or a salesperson, our work defines us. And when we can do what we love and help others at the same time, that's when you know you've found a rewarding career. The Alabama Department of Labor is committed to helping you get there with on-the-job training, work-based learning, apprenticeships, and more. So when you're ready to begin your next career, ask yourself, who do you want to be? Sponsored by the ADOL, ACRI, ABA, and this station. Academic Year in America, a part of the American Institute for Foreign Studies program, is a nonprofit organization which provides opportunities for students from all over the world to live in America for five to ten months of a school year, promoting a better understanding between the cultures of the world. Hosts can be single adults, grandparents, or families. You're only required to provide a bed, three meals a day, and your love and support during their stay. Promote cultural understanding in the Wiregrass. Call your AYA local coordinator today, 334 685 9493 656 Chris Martin sidelined with an oblique injury those those don't uh you don't bounce back from those very quickly. Um, told reporters last night he expects to miss the rest of the series with the Cardinals. Martin injured it while warming up before the top of the eighth. Left the game, went straight out, and he will have an MRI today. When there is an injury in the postseason, you can add another player to the roster. That doesn't excite me. If only they had Biddle. If they could bring Biddle back. But do you now, though? Do you come back and put Turan back on the roster? I think you do. Um, I would guess. I mean, it makes sense. I guess that's what I'd do. Uh, I was I was terrified when Darren O'Day came in there. Yeah. Yesterday, but... They they put his numbers up there, and his numbers actually have been quite good. So I don't know. Maybe it's just a a worry that I have about guys that have that kind of release. This yeah. just seems like those guys don't don't do very well. But hey, uh, he did, and that that certainly of all the pitchers that pitched last night, O'Day did fine. Yeah, he did okay last night. Um, and again, I like the Joe just said I. I really wish you had stuck with Freed, and again, it's that's what we do. We 
a lot of times it's Monday morning quarterbacking and that kind of thing. But to me, if if you have a starter, a guy that's a regular starter, and he gives you four or five, and then you bring in a guy that's normally a starter and he's in he's pitching pretty well, why can't he finish the game? Right. If he's at, you know, he throws you 60, 70 pitches and you're in the ninth, well, he hasn't even pitched a complete game yet for, for what he's accustomed to. So why do you even need to go to the rest of the bullpen? Now, he may, and again, Snicker touched on this. They have it all planned out. And what it's planned out on is, is statistics. Right-handed against right-handed, left-handed against left-handed. I'm going to match batters with guys that have had success against them and guy go righty against righty and those kinds of things and it that's where baseball is now it is and it's not going to change so today 105 fox sports one alds begins tampa bay at houston 330 that's on fox sports one 337 tbs st louis at atlanta 607 mlb network minnesota at the yankees and then the nightcap 837 Washington at the Dodgers. So a full day of baseball today. You can watch as much as you want or as little. <laughs> I don't even know if I want to watch that Braves game live or not. I just want to DVR it and just skim through it. We're at the top of the hour. That means we have two more to spend with you. It's a good time for you to get in. Got some guests coming up a little bit later on. So if you want to talk some sports, this is a good time. 793-2656. Toll free. 888-793-2656. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Brad Price for Tri-State Medical Supply in Dothan. Do you have a sleep study scheduled soon? A little-known fact is that you have the right to choose who you want as your CPAP machine provider. Tell your doctor you want Tri-State Medical Supply in Dothan. Tri-State has a friendly, knowledgeable, local staff that specializes in home oxygen, hospital beds, wheelchairs, CPAPs, and CPAP supplies. Tri-State Medical Supply, 3rd Avenue, Dothan, 712-3311. You know, it's what's on the inside that counts. That's why Checkers created the new cheese-loaded burger. We didn't just stop at one layer of cheese. We loaded an extra thick cut layer of ooey-gooey pepper jack right in the middle of two juicy all-beef patties. So, if you're the type of person who likes their cheese with a side of burger, dive into the cheese-loaded burger. Just $2.99 only at Checkers, Dothan, and Ozark. You're on the ball. W-O-O-F, W-2618-T, W-296-DQ, Dothan. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. By wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers right away. If you're testing your blood sugar four or more times per day, injecting insulin three or more times per day, or using an insulin pump, call the Diabetic Health Hotline today and learn about the latest CGM technology. A CGM can immediately reduce pain. It's accurate, easy to use, and 
helps you make better diabetes treatment decisions. And if you have Medicare, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Plus, get free shipping, and we'll bill your insurance company for you. Call now to receive your new continuous glucose monitor at little or no out-of-pocket cost. 800-451-4785. That's 800-451-4785. If you're fed up with your credit card's high interest rates and your balances are so out of control that they never seem to go down, one call to Consolidated Credit can get the relief you need. Consolidated Credit has helped over 6 million people with credit card debt, and their certified credit counselors are ready to help you. They can consolidate your debts into one lower payment, reduce your interest rates, and get you out of debt fast without destroying your credit. The program works, and the consultation is free. Call Consolidated Credit now. Call 800-459-1688. 800-459-1688. That's 800-459-1688. Consolidated Credit Solutions, Inc. 5701 West Sunrise Boulevard, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33313. Licensed by the New York Department of Financial Services and by the Vermont Department of Financial Regulation. Maryland DM 1492, Oregon DM 80092. Licensed by the Virginia State Corporation. Commission license number DC83. Service may adversely affect the individual's credit. Non-payment of debt may lead to additional finance charges or collections activity, including legal action. Not a loan company. Seven zero three. Welcome back. You can commiserate with us if you'd like with the Braves, but there are other things going on. Of course, we have a dandy of a high school football game before we get tonight on the ball. Pike County Providence battle of two top ten teams, region matchup. You're well in position to be the number one seed in the playoffs. The winner of tonight's game, of course. The advantage to that is that you host a number four seed from another region instead of if you're the number two seed hosting a number three. A lot of times there's a big difference in those two teams. So big game tonight, 6.55 pregame, 7 o'clock kick right here on the ball. College football, there, there are some games tonight. Central Florida and Cincinnati is actually an interesting group of five games. Central Florida already with a loss. They're a three-and-a-half-point favorite on the road at Cincinnati. Cincinnati's a pretty good team. Wouldn't surprise me at all if Cincinnati won that game. Keeping an eye on some numbers in tomorrow's action. Again, there's really only one marquee game, but Texas is a ten-and-a-half-point favorite on the road at West Virginia. Can Neil Brown pull another one out? He already has an upset under his belt this season. As I said, that's about, there's just not a lot of good good games. Um, Missouri opened up a 26-point favorite over Troy. It's down to 24-and-a-half. That's a 3 o'clock SEC Network game. Uh, Iowa-Michigan, which Jeremy mentioned earlier, Michigan is a 3-and-a-half-point favorite at home. Not a lot of difference between those two teams, according to the odds makers. Georgia opened up a 22-point favorite over Tennessee. That's up to 25 now on the road. And uh, Tennessee fans just begging other fans not to sell their tickets to Georgia fans. They don't want that uh, rocky top orange to look red and black on Saturday. I'm picking Georgia in that game. You got Georgia? Uh, got the yeah, dogs? I got a feeling on this one. I really think Georgia's going to play well. How do you think with everything that's going on this week, with the bank's arrest, the video going viral, 
Jeremy Pruitt having to defend what he said to the police. Philip Fulmer having to come out and and actually say, no, I'm not going to coach this team. Uh, how do you think Tennessee will come out and play? They could come out and play well and still lose by three touchdowns, but they could come out not wanting to be there and lose by eight touchdowns. Yeah. Uh, I go back to the Florida game. I, again, early in that game, as badly as they were beaten mm-hmm. eventually, they had their opportunities. Yeah. Again, the the drop pass in the end zone, or which was deflected, it should have been caught, winds up being a turnover might have changed kind of the trajectory of the game, might have quieted the crowd, settled things down a little bit. You don't know. But obviously they got off to such a bad start. They're one and three. And um, they're about to be one and four. I don't see the team not giving effort. I thought they played hard against Florida for the most part until it got really out of hand. But uh, to answer your question, I, that's what I'll be looking for on Saturday. I will pay attention to this game because I'm I'm interested to see if the effort's still there. Uh, because that ultimately is going to lead to Fulmer having to make the decision. Can Pruitt hold on to the team? There's a difference between being bad and losing. And then, as with Chiswick and Auburn, just absolutely losing the football team. Right. And what that looks like. Right. He's close right now. And once that happens, there is no rebuilding. You have to you have to scuttle everything and start over. I hope that doesn't happen to Jeremy Pruitt, but it could. Well, that's some of the criticism that he's getting now uh, based on how he handled the situation with his player and the arrest. Number one, you can't let that guy play. You can't even let him practice after what gets out gets out about what he said to the police. If you haven't been following that... He was picked up. He was pulled over. Uh, cops found out he had a, an outstanding warrant for an unpaid traffic ticket. So he's got a misdemeanor warrant. He's he's taken in. In the backseat of the police a vehicle, uh, cop uh, camera picks up the player saying, I'm from Memphis where I come from. We shoot cops. You're, you can't. That once, once that is made known and once it gets out, you got to you got to suspend, and he didn't do that. So there's some criticism to Pruitt there for uh, discipline issues. And then when he had a conversation with the police, there was an indication that he said some things that made it sort of sound like he, uh, he was trying to talk his player out of what had happened to him. So he, there's some criticism there. So it's not just anymore that maybe Jeremy Pruitt isn't all that we thought he was X's and O's. It's can Jeremy Pruitt be the face of a program? Can he administrate as the head coach? And now that's added to the things they're already facing. Is a suspension, yeah, I talked to A.P. Stedham yesterday about the player here, and he, he had the feeling that he probably needs to go. Do you feel like you need to now scuttle this player? You need to encourage him to leave the program. Uh, you could you could do this in a couple of ways. With what he did, the they could take this out of Pruitt's hands, and the administration can say, "Listen, because of his behavior, he has violated student rules. He's got to leave campus. 
he'll have to find somewhere else. And that takes it out of the responsibility of Pruitt, or Pruitt could do it. Well, Pruitt, I think Pruitt could, could really earn back a lot of respect for the fans probably if he did it, or at least suspend him for the season and give him an opportunity to redeem himself. But uh, just the fact that it just hung out there with basically nothing, um, I don't know. It's a mess. It really is. I, and, again, I think Pruitt's young. He's a young head coach. Uh, I think he's learning some very nasty lessons right now. He is. We'll give you some other uh, point spreads, see if there's been any movement on some of these lines, and uh, continue to talk to you. 793-2656, toll-free, 888-793-2656. We'll be right back. Welcome to Action of Dothan, your Buick and GMC dealership of the Southeast. We have a Buick or GMC to fit your lifestyle. The next generation GMC Sierra with the world's first multifunction tailgate. The Buick Enclave, delivering the perfect blend of power, efficiency, and responsiveness. Come visit and shop with us at Action of Dothan to find your next new Buick or GMC. Are you ready for action? GMC. The go-to name in Dothan for custom corporate apparel and uniforms is Todd & Sons. Todd & Sons has the well-earned reputation since 1950 for quality embroidered shirts and caps, screen-printed tees, and a wide selection of promotional items like pens, cups, and calendars. Let Todd & Sons help you promote your business, apparel, uniforms, promotional items, Todd and Sons. Call 794-0111 or email info at toddandsons.com. Just now, another kid dropped out of school. There's one every 20 seconds. Over 200 kids an hour. That adds up to nearly 5,000 kids every school day. If we do nothing, 3.5 million kids won't receive a diploma over the next four years. But there is someone who can change that. And that someone is you. United Way knows that kids who have a caring adult in their life are more likely to make it. So make a pledge. Tutor a child who needs help. Mentor a kid who needs someone on their side. Volunteer to read to children. Because the path to success or failure starts long before graduation day. And the difference between a graduate and a dropout could be you. Take the pledge to volunteer now at unitedway.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. Seven twelve. Welcome back to the show. We've done this a couple of times, and it's it's always interesting to to visit with these folks. If you have uh, children that are involved in robotics, uh, you know exactly what uh, we are going to talk about, but it is a very, very beneficial thing. It's really uh, taken off here in the Wiregrass. Uh, many, many schools involved in robotics and have had an awful lot of success, and, and uh, one school that has had an awful lot of success in robotics over the past two, three years has been uh, Ridgecrest. The Ridgecrest robotics team has had uh, great success at the local level, at the regional level as well. There's a project underway right now. They're they're getting ready to um, to complete that task, and we have a couple of guys from the Ridgecrest Robotics team here this morning just to talk about what they do and and what it may mean for them 
in the future of Addison Davis. Uh, you're the engineering director. Is that uh, is that your title? Yes, sir, it is. That's correct. Engineering director on the Ridgecrest Robotics team and Josh Pinion marketing. Yes, sir. All right. That's correct. All right. Marketing. So uh, if Addison, if you could just describe in general what uh, what you guys are doing here, what the different robotics teams do is understand there's a there's a, a task that gets announced, and then you guys have to build a robot uh, to complete that task. Is that is that generally what you guys have to do? Yes, sir. We have six weeks to build this robot, um, and we we have a lot of hardworking people um, down at Ridgecrest, uh, a lot of dedicated people to this sort of project. And so we meet Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Fridays, um, and we get a lot done. <clears throat> the project um, this year is off the grid. Off the grid. Um, that's our sort of like the thing that we're doing this year. Um, and so we have to put in conduits. We have to um, restore power lines. Um, we have a limited amount of time. I believe it's about three minutes. Um, we The progress that's been gotten done so far is one of the fastest years that I've seen. I've been on this team for a little while, and the the progress that's been gotten done is just absolutely. I'm I'm so proud of everybody that's on the team. It's so much dedication, and so much commitment. I, I'm so so proud of everybody. It's incredible. And Josh, how long has it been since the task was revealed? How long have y'all been working? Um, we've been working four or five four or five weeks. Wouldn't you say? Yes. We had a, a kickoff down in Troy right. a few weeks ago, and so we weren't allowed to really do anything prior prior to that. And so ever since kickoff, four or five weeks ago, we've been at work. And and in your role as the uh, the marketing director, some some people might listen and hear robotics and think, okay, well, it's only for people that are just extremely technically oriented. Mm -hmm. But there's a whole group of teams, different different people and different aspects. And and your role as a marketing director, what what's your primary responsibility? Um, yeah, you're absolutely right that it's so much more than just building a robot. Yeah, um, with the, all the things we do on marketing. It's really for everyone. So we have a website that we have to build. We have a booth that we have to build and then present, um, which is very, very creative. Uh, it's amazing everything that goes into it once you just have to do brainstorming and stuff. And so with marketing, it's just coming up with ideas that are so simple but you can take a simple idea and make it complex, right? And that's what we're all about. And so, it's it's very simple, but very difficult to pull off well. Yeah, I understand. And and you guys and and robotics teams from around the Wiregrass believe this Sunday you're going to have an opportunity to display what you've done thus far at uh, the Wiregrass Commons Mall. Is that right? That's correct. Tell me about uh, when and and what people will see if they want to come out and check that out. It'll be um, the middle of the mall where usual events are held. Uh -huh. um, it's in the morning. I, I can't remember exactly what time, Josh. Do you know the exact times of that? <laughs> one to three? One to three. No, yeah, okay, one, one to three. <laughs> One to three, and so uh, they'll see, if people want to come and check that out, what exactly will they see out there in the display area? Um, if you just come on out, 
there will be kind of a mock game field. We'll have our uh-huh. game field out, which is the second time we've it's been out for any robotics event this year. And so I think each team will just kind of get a get a few minutes out on the game field to show, showcase their robot and that type of thing. Mm-hmm. And really just um, a time for all the teams to come on out and see each other, but also see everyone who's in the mall. So what do you guys see as the, the practical applications of this when you go out and get uh, either go on to college and or get into the working world? How has this experience in robotics, how, how do you see it helping you out in the future in whatever you guys choose to do? This is a hands-on thing, and we have mentors that are there to help us with some of the more heavy machinery. Um, but it's more of the, the students that are involved in this. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's very good to get experience in this sort of engineering field, building things with your own hands. And it looks very, very good on a transcript as well. Um, yeah. it, Best Robotics is well known through colleges. There's been some people that's passed through um, Best Robotics and stayed at the colleges, like professors and stuff. And so they'll, they'll recognize that and they'll be like, oh, he did Best Robotics. Mm-hmm. He should... He has some experience. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I can see that. And uh, Josh, how did you get interested in this, and what do you see it doing for you in the future? Yeah, um, so this is my second year of the five years that we've been a team, and it always kind of interested me. But like we were saying earlier, I'm not really into anything engineering anything. Yeah. That didn't that didn't apply to me. Right. So it was just kind of like, oh, look, robotics. That's cool. Um but I remember a few years ago, I was just watching the team, and I was like, I want to be a part of that. Yeah. Just stand alone. I want to be a part of a team. And so I just got into it and realized that it's an amazing opportunity, even though I'm not into engineering. Um, the amount of speaking that we do mm-hmm. is very good for public speaking. Mm-hmm. It's very good for leadership. You've, I've learned so many, so many traits that you need to be a good leader and just work experience of all the different tasks that we have to do with anything. It's just a good thing to do. And I think that everyone who's done it can honestly say that we've grown as people. Oh, definitely. It will certainly do that. How many guys uh, and and ladies do you guys have working on the team together? Uh, I would say about from fifty, well, to, uh, from at least thirty to fifty people on yeah. the team. Yeah, it's, it's an incredible opportunity uh, to learn. And what you guys, I was talking with with Gary about this before you guys came in. I mean, what uh, what the uh, the best robotics uh, opportunity gives you to be able to collaborate and work together, and also as as some of you guys were saying, the task that you guys are required to complete. Uh, is is really a, a interesting thing. I mean, it's just amazing. I was thinking about what we were learning at the same time in high school, and it just just blows my mind what you guys are able to do. So, anybody that wants to come out to the mall on uh, Sunday from one to three and check out what not only this team has done but what other teams have done as well, I think you'll be amazed, and it would be something that if you're if um, your your children are so inclined, you may be interested in, in getting them hooked up in it as well. I know it's been a positive experience for just about everybody that I've ever talked to. Uh, any parting thoughts from you guys about, uh, about what's going on that uh, people need to know that we haven't chatted about? It's 
one of the best things. It's a homeschooling. I didn't think would be a very sociable thing. Mm-hmm. But robotics has been a very sociable thing, especially because there's 40 people on the team and everyone has to interact with each other. Um, homeschooling people are very sociable people, and it was a very big surprise to me because I went to public school before this, mm-hmm. um, and robotics has very much so benefited me. Oh, absolutely. Not only can you all collaborate together, which you all do that uh, in a co-op uh, atmosphere once a week, but of course just the opportunity to compete against other schools as well. and and to uh, to enjoy some socialization that way, too. Mm-hmm. Anything else? Yes, sir. All right. I uh, ho- hope you all can head out to the Wiregrass Commons Mall Sunday from 1 to 3, and that's just kind of a peek in at where they are going, and you guys will actually be in the competition. Uh, when is the uh, competition later on? October 19th. October 19th. So you... It'll be here before you know it, that's for sure. Thanks to uh, Addison and Josh from the Ridgecrest Robotics team for coming in and talking some robotics. Y'all guys are doing a great job, and appreciate your time. Thank you. All right, we will take a break. Open back up the phone line, 793-2656, toll-free, 888-793-2656. We'll be back. Clean up your business. That's what Apex Commercial Janitorial Solutions does. Clean up your business. Commercial cleaning, vacuuming, mopping, dusting, and they get down in the corners and dig out the gunk. Apex Commercial Janitorial Solutions. You'll be so impressed with their appearance, accountability, and commercial-grade service. 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Apex Commercial Janitorial Solutions. Professional quality cleaning with a touch. Call for a free estimate. 334-689-5101. Welcome to Action of Dothan, your Buick and GMC dealership of the Southeast. We have a Buick or GMC to fit your lifestyle. The next generation GMC Sierra with the world's first multifunction tailgate. The Buick Enclave, delivering the perfect blend of power, efficiency, and responsiveness. Come visit and shop with us at Action of Dothan to find your next new Buick or GMC. Are you ready for action? I don't have enough food to feed my family. I need help paying for my prescription. I got these clothes that I want to donate. Who can help me find a job? I have no place to stay. Where do I go? Where can I volunteer? Who can I call? Wiregrass United Way 211, how may I help you? Get connected, get answers. Dial 211 or 888-421-1266. We paid less for our Craftmatic today than we did 20 years ago. If you're still searching for the perfect solution to a good night's sleep, call now for prices and free information on today's Craftmatic adjustable beds. And then decide when you see how little they cost. Discover Craftmatic for less, up to 50% less than today's leading memory foam brand. Call 1-800-410-6224. That's 1-800-410-6224. 1-800-410-6224. Call now. The Ball presents Troy, Trojan Football. Live play-by-play on the ball is presented by Southeast Health, always the right direction. All-in credit union. Score big with our winning CD rates. Federally insured by NCUA. By Action Buick GMC of Dothan. Are you ready for action? By Mark Dunning Industries. One call takes care of all that garbage. By Golden Corral's Slow Smoke Sirloin and Shrimp Trio. By Wiregrass Electric Co-op. Proudly supporting the community they serve. 
and by Oakview Manor Healthcare Center of Ozark. Better living, better life. Saturday, October 5th, Troy takes on Missouri at Missouri. The pregame's at 2.45, kickoff at 3, here on your Wiregrass Leader in Sports. AM 560, FM 100.1, and FM 107.1. The ball. The ball. Welcome back. Thanks again to Addison Davis and Josh Pinion from the Ridgecrest Robotics team to come out and talk a little bit about Best Robotics, which is a big deal in uh, the Wiregrass and really all over. And it's just amazing. You form different teams that work on different aspects of building a robot to perform a certain task that gets unveiled. And you've got a certain amount of time to get that robot built to where it will actually do what it's designed to do. And then you have to market it. And uh, you, you have to uh, basically just take that project from the ground floor all the way to completion as students. And then you compete against other, other schools. And there's all sorts and kinds of great implications for that, not only as, as um, Addison and Josh were talking about the socialization aspect of it, of course the science aspect of it that goes without saying the marketing aspect of it it can only help you going forward and it's a it's been a very good thing and it's very well supported here in the wiregrass two really nice young men come in uh, early this morning represented themselves very very well i did think it was odd that on their way out the door that you were you were asking if very quietly i just opened overheard you think you guys could build something that maybe could answer phones? Well, I, it was something along those lines of, like, you're developing an awful lot of skills. Could one of them possibly be maybe producer of a radio show? Interesting. Yeah. I saw you slide a little cash to one of them, too, on the way out the door. Yeah. Interesting. We also probably should have asked them if they wanted to pick some games since we're not that good at it. <laughs> they got a better chance than we do. Good. Uh, have at it. Let me give you a couple of other spreads before we go. Back to the phones. Ole Miss is a seven-point favorite at home against Vandy. Auburn and Florida again opened up Sunday as a pick 'em. Auburn went up to three pretty quickly. It's two and a half right now. So Auburn is a two and a half point road favorite. Ohio State is a twenty-point favorite at home against Michigan State. LSU is a twenty-seven-point favorite at home against Utah State. And that's about it. Again. We'll see if there are any other game surprises. Usually when there's only one marquee game, a couple of games also surprises. Robert is up. Hey, Robert. Hey, Lance. Uh, how you doing? I'm well, man. How are you? I'm good. Listen, um, I, I think I was doing some thinking about the Auburn-Florida game, and I hadn't decided on it until yesterday. But I, I kind of get the feeling Florida's going to win. Um, you know, they held some of their key defensive players out for the game against Townsend, and um, that might explain why the, the defense got um, gashed a little bit on the ground. But I I think the contrast, I mean, athletically, he's not, he, he may not be Felipe Franks, but I think as far as running offense and not making mistakes concerned, I think he is an upgrade. I think that they have the depth at running back and wide receiver to match up Auburn on the outside. 
I am concerned about their offensive line. But I, I've got Florida winning the game. The game's in Gainesville. Uh, Auburn's going through a tough gauntlet, you know, um, early in this season. I'm going to say, and the schedule hasn't been as bad for Florida, so, except for Miami and Kentucky. So I'm going to say Florida 24 to 20. Um, and on the um, on the Ohio State Michigan State game, I think Michigan State's defense can keep it under. 20, um, but I just don't know if they can score enough to stay on the field with Ohio State. I, I think um, the key for Michigan State is they got to keep make, get this game in the fourth quarter close, um, and their offense has to play ball control. They have scored touchdowns, and their field goal kicking has been um, horrendous. Their, their field goal, they had a guy against Arizona State, missed three field goals in that game. Um, I do think the defense can keep it close for Michigan State, but I, I think Ohio State will 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 probably win win the game. Um, and as far as the Braves go last night, this this was a tough one to take because everything was set up, and, and I was going to commercial check on the Rams and Seahawks because this game ran so long. And then I was wondering why what's why is Luke Jackson warming up? And then they said Chris Martin. Well, was it had a bleak injury? Yes. And I've not heard his status. What's his status for the rest of the playoffs? He's likely out for the rest of the series anyway. He's going to have an MRI today. Likely out. Well, I just it just seems like the Braves just can't catch a break in the postseason. I mean. That in the ball, Acuna hit. I thought that ball was a home run when it came off the bat, but Acuna has got to, you know, hustle out of the box, get the second, take the extra base, and even if they catch the line drive, um, you still, with two outs, you still got a, a chance to score with two outs, and um, it just seemed like little things cost the Braves last night. I mean, Dallas Keuchel. Not looking at second base, uh, checking over the runner yeah, at second, letting him field third. I mean, and and Conical pitched really well. But, but what are they going to do? I mean, this they they have lost their last nine straight game ones. I mean, I, the series is not over. I mean, I'm trying to say keep this in my head in everybody's head as a Braves fan. The series is not over. By no means, but 73% of game one winners have gone to win best of five in division series. So, well, we'll hopefully the bullpen can do a better job. But, um, you know, I thought this, and Chris Martin, what's the shame of it is Lance, he had a 1.36 ERA in his last 14 outings. He was lights out, and then this happens in warm-ups of all things. I appreciate but. it, Robert. Thanks a lot. I think uh, Robert uh, believes that Florida will take a close one uh, against Auburn, and there are some reasons to to think that Florida can do it at home Florida hasn't run the ball all year, and yet uh, Trask has found ways to uh, to find receivers against teams that 
that really probably wasn't respecting the run for Florida anyway. But, um, of course, Trask will not be facing any type of defense as formidable as the one has not faced any type of defense as formidable as the one he's going to face on Saturday. Um, can Auburn run the ball on Florida? I'm not sure. I just think they'll be able to run it a little bit better. Now, conversely, uh, with what Florida has been able to do to get to the quarterback, that would be the only thing that would concern me and, and my Auburn pick is is how easily Florida may be able to get to Knicks. And if, if they do, then that certainly evens things out a lot. And uh, how would a true freshman do that's getting constantly pressured? As you know, he, he got a good bit of pressure in the Oregon game and didn't play very well. So that's that's the only thing that concerns me. But just the fact that Florida can't run at all against even average defenses, to me that kind of kind of tips the scale a little bit in Auburn's favor. Yeah, Greg McElroy, I talked about it a little bit yesterday on the afternoon show, but Greg McElroy over on ESPN kind of pointed out that Florida beat Mississippi State last year. Uh, I think it was thirteen oh, to six. It was one of the ugliest games in football history. It was terrible. And as as all of you know, I'm sure Mississippi State had a very good defensive line last year. Part of that defensive line is in the NFL right now. And Florida kind of knew Mullen knew going in probably wasn't going to be able to run against them. So he really made the game ugly. Threw the ball a lot to the perimeters, bubble screens. Um, used the perimeter a lot, um, and and really was kind of tried to make the game an ugly game, and it worked. It worked well enough that his defense played well enough that they could kind of play that way and win the football game. And Greg McElroy thinks that'll be the game plan again against Auburn, knowing that they're probably overmatched at the line of scrimmage, probably not going to be able to run. He'll ask Trask to maybe throw to the sidelines a lot. So it could put a lot of pressure on the corners for Auburn to make tackles. You miss a tackle, you give up a first down, and Florida keeps the ball. And that's going to be kind of the game plan. So we'll see how, if Greg winds up being right there. I'm sure he will be. The um, box score from that game last year, I'm looking at uh, Felipe Franks was 22 of 31 for 219 yards. He threw a pick. Nick Fitzgerald was 11 of 26 for 98 yards. <laughs> Is that good? That's, that's, quarterback rating was 8.9. And, yeah, and with Nick's back there, I guess that's what they're hoping for with Auburn. Uh, I don't know. The best thing Auburn could do is get a 10-point lead early because then you, you'll really force Mullen maybe out of that game plan. Yeah. Mississippi State was not explosive enough offensively last year to really do that. Auburn may be. We'll see. We'll see. 736 moving right along here on a Friday. We'll be talking high school football soon with Ben Stanfield, but we've got time to talk to you. 793-2656 is the local number. 888-793-2656. We'll be right back. It's our family that's there for us from the time we're born. There to nurture and teach us the things we need to know to get started in life. At the end of a lifetime, it's our family that's there to show their love and respect. What could be more important than a family? Strong families are the backbone of our society. Spend time with your family. A family's a very special thing. Celebrating life. Southern Heritage Funeral Home and Crematory. 
Wiregrass Electric Cooperative is more than a power provider. We are a dedicated member of this community, and we care about the education and development of our young people. That's why WEC is a proud sponsor of our local athletic programs. High school sports teach our youth teamwork, dedication, and leadership. As your trusted, preferred energy provider, Wiregrass Electric Cooperative is focused on developing leaders today who will make our community better tomorrow. Since 1989, Scott Stevens Tire on the Circle in Dothan has built a reputation you can trust by selling Michelin, BF Goodwrench, and Uniroyal Tires. The next time you need tires, be sure to check out the Michelin Defender, the Uniroyal Tiger Paw Touring Tire, or the BF Goodwrench All-Terrain KO2 Tire. Not only do they take care of your tires, they're much more than that. Oil changes, brakes, tire rotation, alignments. So when your vehicle needs attention, take it to Scott Stevens Tire, where the only pressure you'll get is when we check your tires. Party America has thousands of Halloween costumes, some as low as $5, plus a huge assortment of accessories to create your own unique costume. Halloween decorations, tableware, fog machines, black lights, and so much more. Make this your scariest Halloween ever. Party America, next to O'Charlie's Highway 231 North, Dothan. We're a call for celebration. Party America. Football fans, this is Troy head football coach Chip Lindsey. I want you in the stands this fall checking out the Trojans. You can also listen to Troy football on the radio this season, too, right here. A road battle looms for the Trojans this Saturday against the Missouri Tigers. Kickoff from Columbia is at 3. Join us at 245 for the broadcast on Dothan's home for Troy football. AM 560, FM 100.1, and FM 107.1. Keeping the lights on on Friday nights and every night takes a team effort and amazing linemen. Linemen don't always receive the recognition they deserve, but when you need them most, they're always there and willing to do whatever it takes to help others. They're our community's unsung heroes. Wiregrass Electric is thankful to the linemen that keeps the quarterback protected, the running back with room to run, and overall keeps the game going. Wiregrass Electric is proud to support local high school athletics, and we're a proud sponsor of the High School Lineman of the Week Award. I'm Brad Kimbrough, Chief Operating Officer for Wiregrass Electric Cooperative, and here to announce this week's award winner is my good friend, Lance Griffin. Indeed, it is time to announce this week's Wiregrass Electric Cooperative Lineman of the Week coming off a big win Friday night. Geneva's Clayton Hall. He plays offensive guard and defensive tackle for Geneva. He's a senior, number 62 for the Panthers, and he is this week's Wiregrass Electric Cooperative Lineman of the Week. Congratulations to Clayton Hall, and thanks to Wiregrass Electric Cooperative for making this segment possible. And again, uh, always um, take this opportunity to uh, urge you to remember our utility linemen, the job they do to keep the juice flowing to our homes and uh, make sure that that things go well and that uh, we're back up as soon as possible during storms as well. So thanks again and congratulations to Clayton Hall. We'll be right back. Here's a tip of the hard hat to our winner. The Lineman of the Week is brought to you by Wiregrass Electric Co-op, proudly supporting the community they serve. Good luck and stay safe. 
The Ball presents the All-In Credit Union High School Football Game of the Week. Brought to you by The Cellar, Fine Steaks and Wine. By Wiregrass Electric Co-op, proudly serving our community. All-In Credit Union, score big with our winning CD rates. Federally insured by NCUA. By Auto Expo, get the car you deserve at a price you can afford. By Mark Dunning Industries, one call takes care of all that garbage. By Todd & Sons, the go-to name for custom corporate apparel and uniforms. By Lewis Smith Supply, Dothan, Enterprise, Ufa and Marianne by Southeast Health. Always the right direction by Action Buick GMC of Dothan. Are you ready for action? By Harris Security. Security solutions for residential, commercial, industrial, education, and government customers. By Pippin AC and Refrigeration. Going above and beyond for your satisfaction. And by Tri-State Medical Supply in Dothan. Join Lance Griffin and Mark Stewart live tonight when the Pike County Bulldogs travel to Providence. Pre-game at 6.55. Kickoff at 7 p.m. Tonight here on The Ball. Is it really possible to get the results of your mammogram on the same day as you have your mammogram? Yes, ma'am. You bet it is when you choose Southeast Health, the region's leading cancer health care team, where in most cases, you'll have your answers on the same day as your test. Just call 334-793-8006 and say, yes, ma'am, I want my mammogram. From Southeast Health, always the right direction. A lot of Acuna talk this morning, and if it, it is it is frustrating. I don't think any of us are saying that that's what lost the game. You give up six runs in the last two innings; it's hard to hard to pinpoint a a guy Cadillacing a a long single that that's the reason the game was lost. And we're not saying that, but David O'Brien again for the Atlanta Journal Constitution tweeted this out, and he said. Uh, Running out those plays is literally the only thing Acuna does wrong. And all he needs to do is stop doing it. And criticism would end. There'd be nothing to criticize or pick nits or however you want to characterize it with this enormously talented kid. It's so easy to stop. He just has to not do it. John is up. Hey, John. Hey, Lance. How are you this morning? I'm well. How are you? Uh, doing well, and that's exactly what I wanted to talk about. Um, you know, I feel like sometimes I shouldn't even watch the Braves when they're in the playoffs. I tuned in yesterday after I'd worked hard all day for my family taking care of them, and uh, a couple of errors led to the Braves having a 3-1 to one lead. And then uh, after the game, during the interview, I felt a little bit sorry for the, the uh, interpreter but he's a paid guy. The Braves pay him or Acuna pays him. I don't know. But I just would have hate, hated to repeat that garbage that came out of Acuna's mouth. But the thing I really feel sorry about is the Braves. I mean, I, I would hate to have that guy as my teammate. He got taken to the woodshed on national TV by getting put on the bench last month for not hustling out a, a hit. And then to repeat that thing in a playoff game where you need to be given 1,000% instead of 100%. It, it was just disgusting to me. And and like you said just a minute ago, incredibly talented player. Um, but And I don't want to run him down too bad, but I do really feel sorry for the Braves with, with that guy on the team. And, and you're right. It's not necessarily the, the win hanging in the balance, uh, but I think they would have won the game if he had done that. I don't know. 
it's entirely possible, John, and hopefully, again, some people have to be taught once and others have to be taught twice. And hopefully, uh, hopefully this is the latter, and, uh, and he will, and we won't see this again. All right, I hope not. You guys have a great day. Love the show. Thanks a lot. I appreciate it, John. I'm, I'm glad he's a brave. I don't want to see him anywhere else. Uh, because if he was anywhere else, he would murder the Braves. That's that's how it works. But uh, he's, again, probably my second favorite player on that team. And that's, that's one of the reasons it was disappointing to see what I saw uh, last night, knowing what had happened earlier in the season, and because I'm such a big fan. But that's part of it. And in the criticism, hopefully, uh, he takes well and... Uh, and understands that look, uh, they're they're first of all, there's the young Braves that just want to win, but then there's the older Braves that know the history and how many straight division series this team's lost, and how every everything that happens in the playoffs is always magnified anyway. But with the Braves, it's double magnified, and hopefully he'll he'll understand that he got right back up and hit a home run after after what he did so hopefully uh, things will be all right but it was just disappointing to see yeah and again uh it'll be interesting um how it goes today i um your back's really against the wall because uh it's a short series we already told you that 73 percent of the time if you if you win game one in a five-game series, you're going to win the series. So uh, you go down 0-2, it's, it's going to be nearly impossible. And you'll have – how old is Soroka? Is he like 22, He's 23? Young. Yeah. You're going to put him on the mound in game three in St. Louis, regardless of what happens today. You'd much rather put him on the mound with the, the series tied one-to-one then down 0-2. Soroka was born in 97. That would make him 22. Um, but you can't like him. Um, I'm afraid to tell you this. I don't know if you knew this already. No. What is it? I'm born in Canada. Oh, come on. What in the world is going on? Trade him. Sorry, man. To Toronto today. Attended Bishop Carroll High School in Calgary, Alberta. Better yet, send him to Montreal. Trade. Trade him to Montreal. When he gets there, wait a minute, where's the team? Oh, they're not. They're, oh, not they're here in Tampa. Anymore. Yeah. <laughs> they don't exist anymore. I like Soroka a lot. He seems to be a clutch kid. Uh, nothing much affects him, high or low, which I like. Um, so, But again, this is we don't know what how he'll respond in the postseason. So... Um, Things that don't get to him during the regular season, we, that's we'll, we really don't know how that will how that will go in the postseason. We'll all find out together, I guess. Um, so we'll see how that goes. But ratings wise, this is just for the AL wild card game between the Rays and the A's. But the wild card game on ESPN did better than AEW wrestling, which is the new promotion that's competing against WWE. It did better than AEW and NXT, which is a WWE brand combined with adults 18 to 49. That's playoff baseball. It's playoff, but we've been talking about crowds down, ratings struggling, etc. for uh, 
for a wild card game to to beat two wrestling cards combined um, among adults 18 to 49 is pretty strong. Yeah, it is. Surprises that's, me. That's a good thing um, for baseball just in general, uh, particularly on a night when you have the NFL. And keep in mind, the NXT is uh, the third tier of um, of the WWE's programming behind Raw and SmackDown, but still, it's still pretty popular. Oh, by the way, you know, the, the WWE moved the contract from USA to Fox. SmackDown is tonight, and it celebrates its, like, 20th, 25th anniversary, something like that. 6.30 tonight on Fox, you've got The Rock, Hulk Hogan, Stone Cold, Steve Austin, and others that are all supposed to be there tonight. It's If you're not going to watch it, it may be worthy of uh, DVRing uh, just to check that out and see what what that's going to be like. So, anyway, just some ratings information there for you that the baseball game did pretty doggone well. Tony is up. Hey, Tony. Good morning, Lance. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Lance, what do you think Acuna thinks about this mess? I mean, do you think he thinks he has to change his uh, his approach, or do you think ah, it's no big deal? I'm going to keep doing that. Well, I think someone that is so uh, so talented as he is, and baseball is such an attention to detail sport because you have to do so many different things well. I think that it is not lost on him the magnitude of what he did last night. Um, you know, there's I'm sure there's probably still little youthful, uh, bulletproof thoughts in his mind, probably. But uh, do I think he just completely just uh shook off yesterday as no big deal. No, I don't think that's true. Well, didn't he explain away himself after the game he by did. saying he gives his best all the time? Yes, I heard him say that, or I heard his interpreter say that. Do you swallow that, Lee? No. Um, no, I, I don't think that's uh, obviously an accurate statement. He obviously didn't uh, there, but he believes he did. And that's the issue. He's, if he believes that what he's doing, that particular trait that he's indicated twice that he can do, he believes that's part of his best effort. And that there's no, there's no adjusting that stuff. So I think he's, he, it is for him what it is. And it will always, he's a showboat, he's a cocky person. He has it in his makeup to be that way, and he's always going to be that way. Well, and you, I'll leave it at that. If you remember when he did this the first time in the regular season, uh, he he was very apologetic and said he knew exactly what he did when he did it, and it shouldn't have been done, and and that um, that he understood. So hopefully, um, hopefully now that he's had some time, he'll understand that again. Fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, shame on you, or something like that, man. So, uh, I don't know. Um, Lance, uh, in in important uh, high-profile contests, uh, do the odds makers in Vegas usually miss um, their prediction uh, by a wide margin? Not usually. So that, 
I think you said it was two and a half now, Auburn over Florida. That's correct. We're going to have a good football game then, don't you think, Lane? Uh, it it certainly, conventional wisdom would say that it should be a pretty close game. I think so, too. And uh, You're going to have to wonder if Auburn loses this football game, what they're really made of. Uh, because uh, they've got everything in the world going for them. They seem infallible uh, against uh, a team that seems to have some fallibility. So it um, although I think the conventional wisdom is that Auburn is going to win this football game, uh, I think people are starting to readjust that thought process and uh, and think that it's it's SEC hard-nosed football the way it should be played, and it, it could be uh, a, a real close game. And if it's that close... Uh, just as we talked earlier in the week about how Auburn has an extreme advantage at Jordan Air, Florida may have enough of the home field advantage to carry the day in this football game. It's entirely possible. And it will be interesting to see how both coaches coach this game uh, in what is expected to be a close game because I thought in College Station, I thought Gus Malzahn, as critical as we've been of him in the past, and rightfully so, but I thought he coached his team to give them the best opportunity to win. And uh, Jimbo, I thought, went out and coached a dud and didn't really put his players in a very good opportunity to make things happen. It'll be interesting to see what uh, what Mullen does tomorrow. Well, Auburn has the best uh, defensive coordinator in the in SEC, I think, and uh, uh, he he, uh, he made may be able to uh, continue on with the planning for, for teams the way he has and, and shut them down and, and, and pull it out. Uh, but um, I think unknown factor is, is uh, what, how, how that Florida quarterback is going to respond. I mean, we, mm-hmm. we talk about Bo Nix's uh, inexperience and maybe lack of full maturity in the football games, but uh, we don't know what this guy Trash really is about yet because he hasn't played anybody. You're exactly so, uh, right. You're exactly right. He almost has as little starting experience as Nick's does and uh, maybe even less time behind center as a starting quarterback, period, in his whole football career. So you're you're exactly right. Who's got this game on TV, Lance? Is it CBS? Yes. Uh-huh. That's, so that, what do you think of Brad Nestle and Gary Danielson as the team? I mean, uh, they they seem to gravitate toward a favorite and then push it through the game for them. Is it just me, or does it seem that way to you, too, sometimes? Maybe so. I think what I pick up on more than a favorite is that they gravitate to one storyline or two, and they just hammer that storyline over and over and over again when we get it, guys. Uh Let's talk about something else. That irritates me a little bit. I, I, st- I, I don't have a big problem with them. I thought they would have better chemistry than they do by now because apparently they've right. been friends and knew each other for a long time, but it's it's not the best in the world. Well, you, you kind of hit the net on the hill because my next question to you, Lance, was do you miss Burns? And uh, Brad Nessler is so vanilla 
uh, yeah that, that he makes me miss Vern and uh, there are aspects of Vern that I miss there really are there are aspects of Vern I'm glad I don't have to deal with anymore <laughs> Uh, it always gave you something to talk about on Monday morning. That's so exactly that. right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. You fellas have a good weekend, and thanks for taking my phone call. Thanks, Tony. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. 757. Uh, we'll be talking high school football soon with Ben Stanfield, but we have time to talk to you. 793-2656. Toll free. 888-793-2656. We'll be right back. Stop it right now. We will In this moment, who has your back? Do you know the name of your insurance agent? Does your agent know your name? Or would you call a 1-800 number that connects you with whom? Another state? Another country? Get a local independent insurance agent with Auto Owners Insurance. Someone you can call when bad stuff happens. In this moment, get an agent who will protect you in that moment. Visit, call, or click your way to the Insurance Center in Dothan in the Southeast. Insurance solutions for your business, including liability, property, auto, workers' compensation, equipment, and bonds. Agents Dan Raffle, Joe Drake, Rusty Owens, and staff are available for you. Insurance Center, where you should be in this moment. Insurance Center of Dothan in the Southeast. Located at 1296 Westgate Parkway in Dothan. The all-new remodel to Jake's Bar and Grill. He's doing it to it, having more fun than a lot should allow, I'm telling you. Hey, all that's missing is you. Where are you? Hey, here's the lineup of Jake's. Wednesday night is karaoke. Friday and Saturday nights, the Tri-State's best bands are at Jake's playing live music on the stage. Everything from rock to country to R&B music. And, of course, there's a dance music mix that you can shake your growth back to. That's great. Go on down and get your little fun on at Jake's Bar and Grill. Inside Clarendon and Sweets Dothan. You're on the ball. W-O-O-F. W-261-A-T. W-296-D-Q. Dothan. Wolf Radio and Southeast Health present A Minute for Cancer. Hi, I'm Al Steffen, one of the co-chairs of the 2019 Champions of Hope. In March of 2017, I was diagnosed with squamous cell carcinoma, or throat cancer, and I started treatments back then. I've been asked about my first reaction when I found out that I had cancer, and really it was one of disbelief. I kind of had to pinch myself. The hardest thing about being sick for me was the inability to eat. For three months, I had to be on a feeding tube, and it was very difficult, and I lost a lot of weight. The annual Southeast Health Foundation's Sandy McCool Champions of Hope walk-run event for cancer will be Saturday, October 19th on the ACOM campus. Registration begins at 6 a.m. For more information, call 334-673-4150. And you can register to run, walk, or donate at southeasthealthfoundation.org. So join us Saturday, October 19th for the Champions of Hope. Uncover a wealth of possibilities with the Artifacts Faucet and Accessory Collection by Kohler. Artifacts features a variety of spouts, handles, and finishes you can combine any way you like to create a look all your own. Each piece in this collection by Kohler is like a vintage treasure. In your hands, Artifacts completes the look of a room or becomes the centerpiece to build an entire room around. Come see Artifacts at Lewis Smith Supply, Dothan and Enterprise. 
Auto Expo's friendly and knowledgeable sales staff is here to help you find the pre-owned car you deserve, priced to fit your budget. Mike Jones hand-selects all vehicles that he and Moody Falk proudly offer for sale. Shop online in their virtual showroom at AutoExpoAL.com or come by the store at 4083 Ross Clark Circle across from the Holiday Inn Express. Buying a great pre-owned car is easy when you know the right people. Call Auto Expo at 673-1818. There's a special every day of the week at Beef O'Brady's Montgomery Highway, Dothan. Burger Mondays, Taco Tuesdays, Pizza and Wing Wednesdays, Tender Fried Chicken Slider Thursdays, and Friday, enjoy the fish and shrimp combo. Your game day takeout food is just one call away. Call 678-0010. 678-0010. Beef O'Brady's. Montgomery Highway inside the Circle Dothan. Good food, good sports, beefs. In our nation, don't have maps, and uh, I believe that our ed- education, like such as in South Africa and uh, the Iraq, everywhere, like such as, and I believe that they should, uh, our education over here in the U.S. should help the U.S. or should help South Africa and should help the Iraq and the Asian countries. Thank you very much, South Carolina. Welcome back. Here's the whole um, Ronald Acuna quote from after the game. And he says a little bit of everything. So you can take out of his quote what you want to take out because if you want to take out that he was contrite, you can take that out. If you want to take out that he blew it completely off, you can take that out. I was trying to give my best effort. It was one of those things I let get away from me. There are a lot of baseball players who give their best effort all the time, but we're human. We make errors. So you, you tell me what he, what he meant by that. Uh, it sounded like he was saying, well, I was trying the whole time, but I wasn't. Will is up. Hey, Will. Before I get to what I was going to talk about, it's just like that outfielder for Milwaukee that made the error. It's his only error this year. And it cost him the game. Yep. So you know he feels bad. Yep. You know, what happened to him. Very much so. Um, your previous callers, you know, they were wondering about the point spread. And all. I've got a friend of mine I went to law school with. He works for MGM in Las Vegas and has for 35 years. And I asked him about 10 years ago, I said, how, how do they know how to put these lines and set up. It's amazing. I mean, they, they, just like last night, Seattle was favored by one and a half, and they won by one. Yep. So, you know, I mean, and it went down to the last play. If, if the Rams kick a field goal, they win the game. But in any event, he said it works like this. All right, let's just talk about Auburn and Florida. Auburn's favored, what, two and a half? Yes. That game came out a pickle. Yes. And what they do, they set the line, and then whoever, the, the betters make it go one way or the other. So somebody loaded the wagon on Auburn to make it go up to three, three and a half, and now the people betting on Florida made it come down two and a half. But when you got a line like that, they set the line on Monday, and it, it goes up and down like stock market. And whatever it is, when they kick off, that's going to be you know what people bet on mostly. But, for example, Auburn went to Texas A&M. They were 
they were four-point underdogs. Texas A&M has a home field advantage that's probably worth five or six points. So even though Auburn was slightly better than them, they, they were the underdog by that much. Just like I think Auburn's probably six or seven points better than Florida, but since it's at Florida, the line's two and a half. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and, and anytime you see Alabama, they're going to inflate the line because everybody bets on Alabama. It's just like Dallas Cowboys. Everybody bets on Dallas Cowboys. But it doesn't matter what the line is. <laughs> because they just want to. And, uh, you know, that's the way it works. And I, it's amazing to me how close they come on these things. I mean, you know, so I think Auburn, Florida is going to be a nail-biter probably down to the last bit. That's right. And and the fact that, of course, the sports books get 10% off the top, uh, you got to... And, and, well, that's... They, they get 10% if you lose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what they want to do, if they get, say, a million dollars bet on Auburn and a million dollars bet on Florida, guess what? They just made $100,000. That's correct. It doesn't matter either one. Whichever one wins, it doesn't matter. You know, they get 10% on the um, – they used to call it the vigorish. I think they call it the juice now, but, but that's where they make their money. And uh, – you can go to Biloxi, and they're they're taking bets in Biloxi, and uh, there's several other states now that do it. Used to be just Las Vegas, so you know it's a big. I wish Alabama would get sports bet legal sports bet, and they could pay off a lot of this stuff. The money they could make, you know, but they never will. But but that's that's how you know, and, and it's amazing how they can set these lines and it just. You know, like Michigan's given up like three and a half to uh, Iowa. And Iowa's ranked, you know, like number 10 or number 11, whatever. Doesn't matter. You know, they don't care. They they know where, where the money's going to go. And it's been sitting, you know, like that all week, I think. That's right. They do a very good job. Yep. Yep. We enjoy listening to y'all. And uh, what is the Troy line, do you know? It's about 27, I think, 27 and a half, I think. I think, I don't know what the over-under is on that game, but I bet there will be 70 to 80 points scored in that game. Yeah, that that makes me curious, too. I could see an awful lot of points being scored in that game. It is 66. Yeah, it'll go over that. Yeah. And that's that's hard to believe, but I, I, don't, think, I don't think Troy can keep them under 50. Not the way they've been playing. And Troy... If Troy scores 20, then it's over. Yep. You know. All right. Good talking to y'all, guys. Will, thanks. I appreciate it. 808. The Ball presents the weather forecast for this weekend's biggest sporting events. Brought to you by Pilcher's Ambulance. So that more may live. In the big game forecast brought to you by Pilcher's Ambulance. So that more may live tomorrow in Gainesville. Kickoff 2.30 on CBS. It's going to be hot and humid but not raining. Partly cloudy, 90 degrees at kickoff. A little bit of a breeze to help a little bit, uh, about 10 miles an hour. You may get a, a scattered shower. 20% chance of rain, high humidity, 69%. So hot and humid in Gainesville for Auburn and Florida tomorrow. That is your big game forecast brought to you by Pilcher's Ambulance so that more may live. High school football talk just around the corner. We'll be right back. 
team to count on when seconds count is Pilcher's Ambulance. Featuring highly trained paramedics and advanced EMTs, Pilcher's responds to all calls, both life-threatening and non-emergency requests, such as doctor's offices, outpatient clinics, nursing homes, dialysis clinics, and hospital-to-hospital transfers. Pilcher's also offers wheelchair assist vehicles. Pilcher's Ambulance 923 South Foster. Phone 794-4444. Locally owned and operated since 1965, Pilcher's Ambulance, so that more may live. Hey, Michelle, what all do y'all do at Southern Hydraulic Dothan Radiator and Auto? We're a full-service hydraulic and auto repair shop. Can you fix the leaking cylinders on my backhoe? Yep. My loader? Sure can. My tractor? No problem. My forklift? Every day. Even my dump truck? Bring it in. My bucket truck? You bet. If it's hydraulic, we fix it. And we make hydraulic hoses. So for all of your hydraulic and auto repair needs... That's the Southern Hydraulic... And Dothan Radiator and Auto across from the old Dothan High. South Oaks doing it right for 65 years. The biggest threat to law enforcement? It's not criminals. It's drivers. Roadside crashes are the number one cause of death for police and state troopers. Alabama's Move Over Law requires you to safely move over one lane away from vehicles parked on the roadside. On a two-lane road, move over as far as possible without leaving your lane. And if you can't move over, slow down. Drive safe, Alabama. This message sponsored by ALDOT, ALEA, the Alabama Broadcasters Association, and this station. This is Trooper Brock Waltney of the Alabama Department of Public Safety. Highway safety isn't just a term, it's a way of life or death. It's knowing how to avoid a potential dangerous situation, knowing the rules of the game, and following them. You wouldn't cheat at cards, so why cheat in traffic? Cheating at cards only costs you a few friends, while cheating on traffic rules could cost you your own life, and you might kill a few innocent people at the same time. Don't risk it. This message has been brought to you by the Alabama State Troopers and your friends at Wolf Radio. Looking for high-speed internet where you live but are out of reach of cable and fiber options? Look no further. High-speed internet is now available in your area as your local authorized HughesNet retailer, Whole Home Connect, makes it easy to get the high-speed internet you need with blazing fast speeds, unlimited data with no hard data limits, with built-in Wi-Fi for as little as $2 a day. Act now and for a limited time, get free standard installation and free equipment with HughesNet from from Whole Home Connect, you'll enjoy internet service that lets you do more of everything you want to do online, like shopping, surfing, and staying.